two, one. I've got on here the man with two first names. How's <laughs> Good, man. How are you doing? Doing well. You want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah. I'm Michael Williamson. Um, I'm at Metolius, sponsor of the show. Um, super stoked to be down here. I'm in Portland, so I just drove down for the day. Nice. Hang out for a bit. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Do you have, I mean, you said you went to Ben recently. Do you someone who drives to go to, like, like the, the main thing that Oregon's known for? Like, you can go surf, you can go, like, mountain boarding and stuff. Like, you're, like, the person for it, right? That's been my entire life. I feel like I live, like, half my life in my Subaru Outback, which is very stereotypical. Classic. I was going to say, my <laughs> God, you should be in Colorado, man. That's hilarious. There was... What was it? Three years ago, I did the trifecta. So drove up to Mount Hood first thing in the morning. Got a day at Timberline, uh, snowboarding in July. Oof. Drove to Cannon Beach nice. Skate Park. Yeah. Skated for maybe an hour and a half, and mm-hmm. then got a sunset surf session in. Nice. I feel like that kind of encapsulates the Solid. free time yeah. pretty well. Absolutely, score man. And yeah. I mean, the the way that you got into Metolius and meeting John, who maybe the last episode it may not air for people listening. It was like forty minutes of chaos with. Uh, John Galileo from Hyperchange, Mark and Zubair and Kenzie and I. It was chaos. I don't know if it'll air, but um, he was on just before you and you met him because you joined Starvups, which as you were driving down, you listened to uh, Katie Brown's episode. She was on the board of Starvups. You made a coat company or something like that? Yeah. So when I was when I was a sophomore in college, I was going out and I was doing a lot of hiking, doing a lot of snowboarding. Um, may or may not have skipped a lot of class to go snowboarding. Yeah. And I was living just like in the tiniest little dorm room. Um, <laughs> so, so small. We had 12 guys in the on-campus mm-hmm. house that I was living in. So I had like no space for things at all. Yeah. Also no money for things. Yeah. And so like I was just kind of accruing like all this outdoor gear. Yeah. And like... You know, roommates were kind of complaining because my stuff would be overflowing. Like, I had no room to go about. So it's like, do you want? I just want to make like a single garment that I can wear snowboarding, mm-hmm. and I can wear hiking, and I can just wear like Surfing. around class, like <laughs> <laughs> over the wetsuit. Yeah. And so like, I had like six hundred bucks in my bank account. And I was like, I'm gonna spend all of this on a sample. Yeah. I'm gonna figure out what this is gonna look like, and then I'll just like launch a Kickstarter and see if it worked. And then Great, you were became, 20, 21 at the time. 19. 19. Yeah. Nobody does that yeah. at 19. Nobody has, like, I'm going to spend my $600. Look, I'm going to spend them on video games or something fun, or, you know. Holy cow. Not like, I'm going to buy one sample of one coat and try to make a business out of it. Yeah, I feel like a part of it was just, like, not having as much fun or, like, I don't know, engagement in classes and stuff. And yeah. I was like, okay, I feel like I have to do something. Totally. You know? Did you so. end up having more or just one coat made and then the company was ended? So I made one. And then I convinced my professor to pay for the next prototype. Score. So you're in business college, I take it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then essentially, like, yeah, I did two samples and then talked with the factory, made sure that we could get it made. Yeah. And then launched it. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. Joined Starvups. Joined Starvups, yeah. And now you're still a, kind of a part of Starvups. I mean, uh, John Fries is literally the one of the most enigmatic characters in my life. It's like he seems very wealthy, but he, in many ways he's homeless or lives in an art pod. And yeah. He, like, <laughs> he's like, helps all these businesses. And I'm like, what do you do day to day, man? Because <laughs> he always messages back. Like a lot of busy people like never have time to text you back or call. But he's like always present, always there. I'm like, are you three people? Like, are you born as triplets and somehow you just, like, send one off to go to work and then you just kind of chill? I don't, I don't, I don't get this guy. I, like, want him to be my spirit animal, oh, but yeah. I don't know if, like, I have that in me to, like, <laughs> Kenzie make and that I, be my spirit animal. Maybe Kenzie and I wish to. He's probably everyone's spirit. <laughs> everyone just sees John and he's, like, this just literally, like. A magnet. Yeah, a magnet. Like, you just yeah, want to walk toward sure. him and be like, I want to talk to that guy. Yeah. yeah. No, I texted uh, Nicole Appellian because I told her I'd send her John Freeze's episode on the show. I'm like, well, his episode might not air, and it was just a video of everyone in the room. I'm like, here's proof that you and him are magnet people because <laughs> as soon as he like started walking up to my room, everyone else just kind of came up with him. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to be in the presence of people like that where you're like, whoa, dude knows what he's doing. And he makes killer CBD. I'm gonna light up a joint right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm gonna have some too. Yeah, it's almost like a it's a unique combination of just excitement, but then also being genuine, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I th- feel like that's one of the things that I would, could always work on, just being better, you know. Oh, for sure. And you're in a position where you are working with the CBD company, but you have the hardest job in the world because you have to make TikToks, but you're not allowed to smoke <laughs> in TikTok. I, I tried yeah. to get a clip from the show, and, it, and uh, it, it literally wouldn't air just because I was smoking this. So I was like, that's dumb. Come no on. kidding. Yeah. It's like n- if there's a joint barely in it, can't show. If there's flour barely in it, can't show. Switch like that. Oh, nice. 
things. Um, it's so restricted. Mm -hmm. TikTok is such an amazing platform. It's a good one. It's funny um, that if you can scale. In yeah. some ways, we are both working by making TikToks up. Like you do other things. You also like upkeep a website or something like that. Yeah, it's like I haven't made a TikTok in probably six weeks just because there's been so much going on um, elsewhere. Like we're mostly for for our marketing, it's like events, organic social, but then also ambassadors and influencers. Yeah. So that's been kind of my primary focus is like in addition to branding, development campaigns, like website updates, all that stuff. It's like, okay, how do we get a team of like kick-ass ambassadors to yeah. like really like take this in totally. to the next level? Are you single? Do you use it for like flirting with like really beautiful, <laughs> like, hey, you must be an Instagram model. Do you, want, like, do you want some free CBD just for being so attractive? No, I, <laughs> maybe if I was. I, I've been married and um, my wife and I- You're married? Met in high school. Holy cow. Yeah, we- um, So you've been married like seven, eight years? Three. 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 Oh, you've been together like seven or eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts, man. Yeah. So we like, we did dated all through college and stuff. So we didn't like rush it like a lot of those people that like get married out of high school do, you know. We're but just about five years in and we haven't gotten married either. We wear the ring yeah. as a joke. Oh, no kidding. Hashtag well, fuck the government and yeah. fuck God. No, <laughs> I know I'm not being very compliant with yeah. my side of the deal. <laughs> also, they're just fun and it's like, it's just, it's nice to be like in a position where you know when you're like in a group of people. You, like no one thinks you're flirting with them. Yeah, it's just so comforting yeah. to be like, oh, cool, I'm in a relationship. Who the fuck cares? You know, mm -hmm. I really like that part of being, like, in a relationship or married or whatever you want to call it. That is like nice. It's not like this weird like, oh, I'm talking yes. to this person. Are they flirting with me? It's like, well, they shouldn't be, and they know I'm not with them. Exactly that whole dynamic, which could really like just weird people out or just really change things and <laughs> lead a different conversation is absolutely. I like, I just foregoed the ring. Like I had a ring. Really? My, yeah. So my dad initially lost his ring a while back mm -hmm. and then he bought the, an exact replacement and then he gave me the replacement, but that was too big. Cause he found and the original? I, yeah. And then I almost lost it like six times. And so, so I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm never yeah. going to think about putting the wedding ring on Your wife's name start with K? Yeah, Kira. Mm -hmm. Kenzie. That's hilarious. Yeah. If, we, if we both just had matching K's one day, we'd be like, whoa, that's weird. <laughs> I swear to God, we're not gay for each other. We, we have wives. We didn't get matching tattoos. It's, it's a completely different thing. You don't get it. <laughs> we did, but, you know, it kind of just went both ways. So we figured we'd make it work. Um, when I last saw you, we met at PIR. Mm -hmm. It was great to meet you because I've kind of met you online. And I was giving Nicole Pellian's son a book called The Greatest Salesman in the World. Did you ever buy a copy of it by no, chance? Do you want a copy right now? Do you have an extra one? Because I don't <laughs> want to take it from you. Too many copies. Too many? Um, I may sign it before I give it to you. Yes, please. Cool. Is um, that one of the 50 that you've purchased? I've given, I uh, bought 70. I've given 65 or 66 away. This will be 66 or 67. I've kind of lost count. Someone, someone who came, uh, came on the show recently, I invited him on the show because he bought five copies and gave them away. Based just off of like kind of following my Instagram stories, he's like, oh, that's cool. I'll buy it. And then he's like reading it with his dad and he was buying it for his friends. I'm like, cool. So yeah. I don't should I count those in? Am I like 81, you know, 71? That is the highest praise I think you could ever give for a book. Is to buy 80 copies. To eight, and the guy isn't even alive. Like, so it's not even like I'm supporting someone, maybe his family. Yeah. I know it's a trip though. So what is the overall gist of it? Again, it's about how to be a bad person and get away with murder. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> uh, the first 50 pages. Mm. This will actually be good because I recently I gave a copy to someone two months ago and he never read it, but it was like sitting there. He knew exactly where it was. Um, and he's like, yeah, you telling me it takes 10 months to read really like took me away from it. And then once I explained it, he's like, oh, so it like breaks the fourth wall in a cool way. Yeah. The first 50 pages are about like. Like a poor person being trained by the greatest salesman ever, like the biggest, like the, the emperor of pretty much the East Indian trade company. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, eventually, like, I'll pass these 10 scrolls down onto you. And then after page 50, it turns from a fiction story into the scroll marked one. And there's 10 scrolls, and you read each one right when you get up in the morning, right after lunch, and right out loud before you go to bed at night. Oh. And I expected to maybe get up and give it up in a week, but like one month in, I loved it so much that I bought 10 copies, started giving away. Kenzie got on the train. So she's exactly yeah. one month behind me. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah, she's on scroll five. I'm on scroll six. So I've been doing it for a half a year. 
And you can. I'm you so can excited. Zubair just read it all the way through. Like a lot of people just read it all the way through. If we're being honest, but which you can. Which you can if you're. A no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally reasonable. I think most people like just see that as so daunting. Like, why the fuck would I want that? As I think the whole the whole point of it's like to build the habit of reading. Well, I'd imagine taking in less makes you or helps you focus on a s smaller amount of information more, which Absolutely. makes you digest it a lot better. Like, I feel like that with more dense reading yeah. um, is really valuable. What's the like, dense reading you've done with that? Well, like, I just started Atomic Habits, and so I feel oh, like, nice. which I saw on the wall yeah. here, and I feel like with a book like that, it's like, okay, read a little bit, focus on how you can build it into your routine, and then move on. Versus if you just power through that, you're not going to. Hmm. Like get all you can from it. Kenzie and I started like slowing down. We're like, all right, we're gonna have a, a habit scorecard that we're gonna fill out every day, and we're gonna do point and call. And then because of like stopping it so much, we just stopped reading the book and it fell off. Yeah. I was reading that and zero to one at the same time, and I completely dropped off that book. Finished zero to one, and then I moved on to the Celestine Prophecy, which uh, Mike Lokes, not Sandy Monroe, but Sandy Monroe's president, suggested that book. Oh, and cool. I finished it. I would give you these two books at the same time, but I would encourage you to just read one instead if you get two at the same time. I've read zero to one as well. Nice. Really oh, good, I was yeah. gonna say this. Last oh, time. the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great though. Yeah, right? I'll take a picture of that. Nice. Support a local bookstore. <laughs> you'll, yeah. you'll take a picture of it and pretend to buy it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you a month later. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like six bucks. What is it like? Spark Notes. That gives you like a one-page summary of Spark every book notes, out there. Notes, yeah. yeah. There you go. I'll get the gist of it. That is kind of a book you can get the gist of it. The trip is that's also half fiction, half reality. Kind of like this, where okay. uh, half fiction, half nonfiction, but um, more or less like I don't know, man. Falling in and out of a habit, I found is just the thing that I may be the worst at in life. Because yeah. this is the one thing I've held for a long time. But like trying to read other books, like as soon as I finished one book, I wait like a month before I start up another book. It's not like I'm someone who like oh, just like it's my daily habit to pull out a book for five minutes every day. Yeah. I don't know how you build a habit like that. I literally just forget. Like we've been doing this six months. Ken's and I still catch each other. Like wait, did you read this morning? And where it's like, yeah. how would we forget that? We've been doing it literally for Every hundreds day. of days. Yeah. yeah. Habits are nutty, man. Oh, I know. And they're the, like, they're the maker or breaker of life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if there's certain things that take a little bit of time to do, the only way that I'll do it is like if I wake up first thing in the morning, it's like I take my dog out and then I read if I have a specific like learning book yeah. and then I meditate and I journal if I'm on it. But if I don't do it before work first yeah. thing in the morning, Doesn't that happen. will not happen. What you just said right there sounds like my ideal self that night telling me what tomorrow me is going to do. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wake up and walk and meditate. And then I wake up in the morning, I'm like, last night me is literally the dumbest person ever. <laughs> and then I just like go back to sleep. I'm like, what an idiot. Who would think I have that much motivation? And then I sleep until two again. <laughs> yeah. What time are you guys going to bed? 6 a.m. 6 a.m.? Yeah. It, yeah, it goes around, and then we get it better, and then we hang out and party with people, and then we're up to six a.m. again, and we're like, "Why do we even switch back our schedule?" Because we will have really flexible, like we could just get the work right done now, whatever yeah. hours, you know. Right. We have to yeah. have a couple right. hours of sunlight, but it's like, honestly, we feel better with sunlight, but way better. Yeah, yeah. I got I up at like ten a.m. today. I'm crushing it. She's nice. crushing. I had to re yeah. return a fub today. Oh, you've driven fubs around though. No, really? I want to <laughs> so bad. What? App, I want to do so bad. We should go next door. They have one? Yeah, they have, that's Mark. Right, he lives right there. He lives right there? He lives right there. For some reason, I thought I saw you there. Like, Is this no. like one of the first time you've been to Eugene in a while? Mm. Yeah. Mark and Zubair live right next to me. Whoa. Yeah. Nutty, mm. isn't it? Wild. I know. One month after meeting them, we move in the next month. Wait, when did you meet them? Three months ago. That's it? <laughs> Oh, whoa, okay. Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been, like, asking some people, I'm like, do you guys always, like, befriend people this quickly? And they're like, um, yeah, sometimes. I'm like, Jesus, what? The? Like, I've met Kenzie, and I've been that friends, the quicker friends of in life. But, like, most other people, it's like, you, like, hang out with them for a year, and then you still never talk to them. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> Especially <laughs> nowadays. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Like, I've, I'm starting, like, as I'm inviting people on the show, I'm like, these people used to be, like, hang out with every day or, like, once a month, and now I, like, text them once a year. I'm like, at least I still have this to, like, reconnect with people. But I'm like, it's like you have to have a reason to hang out with people anymore because if you're like, oh, let's hang out. It's like, what are we going to do, play video games or go on a walk? Or yeah. what do you do at our age hanging out with I guess you have all these sports in the world. You're a sports guy. I feel like going surfing is the easiest way to hang out with people. And because of that, it's like the people that I go surf with, I, yeah, develop much stronger like relationship nice. with over like a shorter period of time because yeah. yeah it's the perfect excuse so i've never surfed i'd imagine surfing on the oregon coast sucks do you tend to like fly somewhere once a year to, like get some good surfing in or do you just 
eat the crow and just go in freezing waters all year round. Yeah, announcement. Uh, surfing in Oregon sucks, so don't come up here. <laughs> yeah? No, I... It, it usually sucks. Yeah, it's like... Good waves are typically on, like, a reef break where because there's a physical reef under the water, like, there's a consistent place mm-hmm. that the wave is going to break. Makes much cleaner waves. It usually makes it easier to get out. Oregon is just, like, sand bottom. So, which means because the sand is constantly moving, it's like the waves are going to break really inconsistently. Mm-hmm. When it gets big, it's going to get really blown out. Like, I went last weekend, and the forecast called for, like, up to 10-foot waves. And I just got my ass like handed to me yeah absolutely kicked like i was the furthest one out in the lineup which means like i'm furthest out in the water by a little bit yeah. and this massive wave comes in like breaking way outside everyone because yeah, it's so inconsistent like, yeah. there's that one tiktok audio of someone explaining it exactly like you are do you have you got either of you came across that and he's like and you hit their pal like kapow and then you're doing you shredding it like Bruh! And, like, people just do it with, like, everything. Like, sorry. It immediately <laughs> came to mind. I'm like, damn. If only I remember that, like, word for word. Yeah. You're smack, the one out. Smack the lip. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> God. So like, you're so pitted. So you're pitted. so pitted. <laughs> okay. Anyways, you're the furthest one out. Oh, anyway. And it just, like, decimates all of us. Because it's huge. Ooh. It broke way further out than anyone expected to. We all start paddling, like, frantically try to get underneath it. Went down the washing machine. Popped my head back up. Another one wrecks me go through the washing machine again. At this point, like, I'm so freaked out. Then can't even catch one in because it's breaking right on top of you, so you have to keep trying to, like, duck underneath them. Oh, my God. Yeah, it gets... I don't know. It wasn't that big of a day compared to, like, people that are, like, professional surfers, especially big wave surfers, but... If that was a 10-foot day, what's, like, the highest, like, where it's 15, would you just not even go out that day? Yeah, I won't go above What if it was, like, warmer, better water where there's a break, like, Hawaii, 15-foot wave? Like, is it because it's more, like, reliable and warmer and just, like... Is it better? It's better. It's way better. Random fucking 30 <laughs> degree. It's like literally should be freezing. So like you're just not cold. Like you're because your face is out of the wetsuit, right? That's the yep. only part. That's it. And is That's your it. nose just like ice? You don't even notice. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. You not get good bad, circulation. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have horrible circulation. Our oh, feet you and do, hands yeah. are cold all the time. Okay. <laughs> no, it sounds like my nightmare. Um, yeah. No. You, know, you get the booties and gloves on. It's not even booties. the cold. It's just the whole concept of like being kept under the water. Oh yeah. Like. And nah. that's the thing. It's like skiing, snowboarding. Unless you're in an avalanche, like you can pause if oh, you're yeah, scared. You're but good. surfing, you can't do that. You have one of like, those things that's like on your wrist where you can pull and like inflates like an airbag. I don't. I'm not, I'm just not that good. It seems like if you're not that good, you'd want that, right? Well, it's like, I'm just not doing things that are big enough yet. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like those guys and gals that are like going out. um, I don't know if you guys have heard of like the big breaks, like pipeline or, well, maybe not so much pipeline, Uh, but like Nazare and stuff. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're all wearing So we know a little bit of Big Z. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is Loki, like one of the best animated movies of all time. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a joke, but it's also a good movie. I like. I am all about Surf's Up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, we we don't know almost any. I mean, I know some big surf, big wave surfers. One Joe Rogan. I listen to them. Like, eh, it just wasn't. I want to go surf. I surf once on the West Coast. We were in Hawaii, and I kind of wanted to go. I guess the benefit of not having the reefs is you don't have to get scared of hitting the reefs. Yeah. So there's, like, yeah. pro and con to it. Again, I just don't get in cold water. I'm just one of those people where I look at it, and I'm like, I could do anything today. Is it anything. mostly the discomfort, or is it being maybe freaked out about, like, like Kenzie was saying, we'll getting caught under? Call me, B. <laughs> yeah. But a big part of it is, like, for some reason, like, I'm in a float tank. So I'm in, like, it 90, it's supposed to be, like, 94 and they have it set at, like, 92, and I'm, like, start, like, almost, like, shaking. I get, like, yeah. free. It's, like, 92-degree water, but I'm in there for three and a half hours oh, on substances. Yeah. But, like, my body's just, like, <laughs> why am I being slowly drained of energy? <laughs> so, I mean, I am – and, like, when we went down to uh, El Sargento and um, – I don't remember the, the bigger place where the tiger sharks. We went into the Baja Strip, Baja. and it was, like, warm water. It was warm water. And we were in it for, like, literally 20 minutes, and we just, like, come out <laughs> freezing. And yeah. we have, like, wetsuits on, or maybe they're not that good at wetsuits stuff, you know. Mm. Not that good. <laughs> Thin ones. But, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. Like, if, if again, we're, we're, we might, there's a strong chance we're going to end up in Hawaii, and, oh. then, and then we'll take it up. The one time, the one vivid memory I have of surfing is not wearing um, a shirt 
and my nipples just red, <laughs> red for an inch around them. Right. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it's not even just me. That's everyone, isn't it? <laughs> There's nothing you can do. The surfboards are made to cause it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a full. For me, it was everything. Oh, the really? ab, well, Does not everyone ass, try it one day? Exist, but yeah, the ribs, the nipples, everything. <laughs> and then what's the vicious cycle? That was in the office. Did you guys ever watch that show? Oh, well, yeah, the Andy with the runner. Yeah, yeah. and they chafe because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vicious. So you just have to stop surfing. Because does everyone just said, like, well, maybe I'm the exception. I don't have to wear a shirt when I surf. And then everyone learns their lesson. Like, nah, fuck. Every couple of weeks there'll be someone out there doing that. And it's just like, why? Why? Because the way that the tides Especially work around Oregon, Oregon too, yeah. the... So the way that the swells come in is that water's coming from the north in the summer, and so it's, like, almost as cold, just not as cold as it is during the winter. Yeah. So people who are doing that in the summer are still just crazy if, wow. if it was, like, January so you're doing that. pretty much, what, 60 degrees all year round? Less, yeah. And you haven't seen, like, sharks. There's definitely no jellyfish in this water, so it's, like, pretty safe because of how cold it is. I've seen jellyfish. Really? Yeah. Oh. Sometimes they just kind of come in in herds. Yeah. But, like, a couple weeks ago, there was jellyfish everywhere. Nice. Yeah. Not nice. <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck out of there. I've gotten stung by a, a man of war jellyfish in the. I was in the Yucatan of uh, Peninsula of Mexico, and it was like a shell. And I grabbed. It. I was a little kid, so I'm like, I didn't know how to tell people a jelly. Like I grabbed his conscience, just like freaking out. And they just poured vinegar on it, and then I had to go get a big shot from, like, some weird, sketchy hospital. But ever since then, I'm like, do not like jellyfish. I don't know if I'm allergic to it. It was like a man of war, so I don't know if they're that bad where it's, like, it just kind of kept, like, red and, like, like was just moving up my arm. They're like, yeah, you don't want to let it get to your heart. I'm like, do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and drew, like, Someone pee on this yeah, stats. <laughs> <laughs> and they poured vinegar, like, this is a better version of that. And then they're just, like, dry. And, like, the thing to do drive the kid and be like oh it's it's all good kid yeah that pain will go away in like an hour don't tell them yeah you better be worried <laughs> cardiac arrest yeah. is like an hour and a half away I know. It's like, <laughs> nothing happens. you can do you're like 10 you're just standing there like fuck what <laughs> oh my god kids should never have anything to be afraid of or mortality i think we should do the most we can until someone turns like 15 like don't tell them like yeah if you're walking out at night someone can murder you like yeah. just let kids be kids and just try to i don't know then they get in bad situations. We're, we're caught in a constant cycle. Maybe we won't even be able to have kids with the way the world's going, but if it does and we have kids, I don't know. It's really interesting to think how you'd raise it most optimally, you know? I mean, you're together with your wife for, like, are you very, like, Christian or Mormon or anything? No. Nothing. No. But are you guys going to, like, so, you, so you're not, like, getting together religiously and going to have kids really early? Um, I think we're we're looking to have kids. Nice. Yeah, at some point. Not now. Plural. You hear that, babe? No. <laughs> Three. Seven or eight. Seven. No, I, I grew up in a family of seven kids. Wow. Yeah. You have six brothers and sisters. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm the only boy, too. So, so you have it's six sisters. Six sisters. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. nutty. That- and we love our family, but I don't think any of us want that many kids. No. Who would? I mean, just ridiculous. Like, it's... Are they mostly older or younger than you? Um, I'm the second oldest, and then, yeah, all of them are younger. Bummer. Because if you were the youngest, it's like your whole life you would have just had, like, a bunch of girls coming over to your house and hanging out, <laughs> and they're all, like, like a couple years to, like, ten, five years older than you. It would have been like, oh, you would have been the man. It would have been hilarious. Yeah, I know. Yeah, your sister's <laughs> not really that yeah you can't really do it that <laughs> well, way. Well, people's – okay, a <laughs> couple people commented direction. on that, like, with my second – well, my, my closest sister, Rose, underneath me. Um, cause she's three years younger than me, but like when you're 12 or like when you're like a nine year old friends yeah. are not in that age range for yeah. that to happen. Even, like if you're 18, 15 is not the age range. Age. So like, like age stops no. mattering after 30, like a 30 after and a three 30, three year yeah. old, they're the same age, but like a 20 year old and a 20, I guess, no, maybe after 20, I don't know. The age gap 25. definitely gets bigger. 25. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's posted to Reddit where it's like, would you get mad at your like friend if he was like 26 dating a 19 year old? I'm like. I don't know, maybe, not really. It just seems weird. Like, I don't know. I've, I've been on Reddit way too much lately. I, I woke up, and the first thing I did was see that one of the crypto, like, I don't, do you do crypto at all? I have, like, 1,500 bucks in crypto. So, like, mostly very Ethereum, little. Ethereum or Bitcoin or one Half, half. Bitcoin, Ethereum. That's what I always did. Okay. I always have half and half in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah. Um, but then there was one called Solana that was, like, just going up really fast, and, like, a bunch of people in, like, the circle kind of, like, were like, oh, yeah, we'll get on it. And today it's, like, <coughs> it went down for nine hours, so then... I'm like, I don't know. I've just been on Reddit too much. It got me into it, and it got me away from it. I just got to, honestly, I just need to defragment my mind from all this uh, chaos and stuff. I've been sick for a while now, honestly, for, like, about three or four days. I got the J&J oh. vaccine. Not, like, actually sick. Yeah. I got the J&J vaccine, and the symptoms are just, like, 
lessening ever so. Like that first night, I was fine. I went out and drank and partied like an idiot. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that'll help. And you I was know? completely <laughs> fine. And it was like 4 a.m. and I'm like, like shaking and shivering yeah, and a same. throbbing headache. Did you get J and J or um, Moderna? Moderna. I was shivering like f- I was shaking yeah. for hours. I wonder, yeah. like, I, yeah. like I had to be like undercover sweating mm-hmm. for me to not be shivering. I'd get up to get water and be like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like googling. I'm like, is this the serious symptom? And it's like, nah. I'm like, okay, fuck. That was a brutal night's sleep. It was a ton of Advil, ton of... Uh, but anyways, so maybe maybe I pr- like kind of promoted it to be that bad. But anyways, it's been like the next day was quite a bit better, quite a bit better. And now I just have like kind of like a scratchy throat. Like yesterday I still had a headache, but it was like less bad than... I'm like, fuck. I don't know why. But yeah. I, I know why I put it off this long. I'd always tell people, people like, oh, you believe like some conspiracy theory? I'm like... I don't want to go get sick for a day. And it's like guaranteeing you're going to feel like shit for at least a day. And so I just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and got to the point where like Mark and then the, the mandate with big companies is like, you have to have it. I'm like, all right. So I went and got like the next day after the mandate went down or like the day of. And now you're over it. And you're now, really well. yeah. yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's okay. I, I, I wanted to stay the good fight of like, man, fuck big pharma. But I don't know. It just comes in such messy territory. And that's like everyone I, it, the, the main reason I got it, I was out there, I was talking to someone and Galileo um, from Hyperchange was sitting right there. And the guys just sort of like interrogating me about it. I'm like, dude, I don't care. I I'm, I have no strong stance on it. I'm, I'm happy Kenzie's got it. My parents have got it. I promote other people to get it. I just haven't got it up till now. And he just like wouldn't let it go for like 30 minutes. I'm like, this is causing a lot of awkward situations for me where like people who I would be much for like having fun or conversations with, like these weird people just like corner me and force me to talk about a medical decision. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. At, yeah. at the end of the day, what I want to tell him, like, bro, you're 60 with like five health problems. If you were 23, 24 without a health problem, you'd probably be a lot less concerned. And, like, my parents have it, so I'm not going to get that. That was a big worry. Like, er, the whole pandemic until my, like, parents and grandma, cause like, whenever I visit them, oh, my God, if they didn't have vaccinated, like, like I didn't go out at all. And if they so weren't, I don't think I'd go visit them because that would be heartbreaking. That would be just brutal. But anyways. Oh, yeah. No, I two of my sisters have pretty, like, severe health issues where, like, if they got sick, it could be pretty bad. Wow. Um, like, my younger sister, Emily, so she's adopted from China. Um, and she, like, they thought she might have had tuberculosis Oof. when when we, like, picked her up, which would have led to us having to leave her yeah. in the same country for, like, up to a year, and then us having yeah. to go back to get her. Thankfully, it was just, like, Whoa. really unhealthy lungs from inhaling a lot of uh, black mold as a kid, and oh. she she grew up in just, like, horrible environments. Um, Your whole family flew there to go get her. Not all of us. Oh, okay. I want to say like four of us. Like my parents did, and then I did. And your then parents have two my six sisters. kids, and then like more. And your wife's like, no more. <laughs> and then they're like, let's go to China. Let's go. Let's go adopt one. That's nutty. You know, it's like <laughs> to most people it is nutty, but honestly, to them it's like, okay, we have the ability to take in a child that would otherwise totally. live a a shitty life and that makes sense for someone with no kids or one kid or two kids but once you have a six it's like oh, i mean the the financial cost aside like the amount of time and energy it'd take to make food for six kids and then like bring on a set i mean maybe it's easier maybe it's like a law of numbers at that point where you're like fuck it seven or eight kids same amount of spaghetti exactly and like the us <laughs> older kids were doing so much of the parenting oh, too. Were you really? not to say that like our parents were slacking by any means yeah, because like, they were doing a ton but it's like when you're an older kid in yeah. that environment, you take on a lot of responsibility. So youngest one's how, I'm like 10 years younger than you? Yep. Yep. Oof. So she's 14, 11. Yeah. And you're 25. Yeah. Oof. 11 years. Mm-hmm. That's nutty. And so I take it that's what the seven tattooed right there is? Yeah. The yeah. Kids. I got this. Two of my other sisters. I saw and I was going to be curious. And you start adding more. <laughs> 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 Let's like, just wrap around. Mom, this is getting weird. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go home for a family reunion. There's like. A Ugandan kid, another Chinese kid. And it's like, all right, where's my hair? You're like doing the math. My hair is going to be split. That's 11 ways. Not banking on that anymore. I mean, that was the big joke. It was um, one of the Jenners just got pregnant again. And it's like a little stormy uh, Kardashian doesn't know her just inheritance got cut in half. And it's like, oh, that's crazy to think. Like, yeah. like from a billion dollars to 500 million, like just oof. Rough existence. What a rough, rough life. life. Rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a rough life. It would be weird to be fair to grow up and be like, oh, no, you can't have like just regular friends and you can't just like go out in public because people will kidnap you for ransom money. And uh, all oh, your yeah. friends' parents want something from us. Like, like it would be a cool way to grow up, but 
fuck if that's not like deforming to a child's mind you know i would way rather grow up like normal like oh, i did yeah. like hands but down subtly rich <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like how about that rich way less famous and not evil like you know? Yeah, I wish my family were, like, trash bag, like, tycoons or something, or just something super unsexy. <laughs> yeah, but, like, <laughs> but loads of money. so like, funny. <laughs> when I meant, like, non-evil, I meant, like, like not that they were evil, but evil into the sense of, like, it seems like non-famous people get rich by, like, promoting plastic. Like, I would, like, if you, like, look at your family dynasty and you, like, see all these hundreds of millions of dollars and you, like, look in the ocean and you see, like, literally oh, the plastic bag with yeah. your family's name on it, you'd be like, oh, for what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably wasn't the best example because I was just trying to come up with a normal boring product yeah. but yeah like a green screen company i want to get a bigger one um for like making making tiktok confident for fubs i want to like park a fub on it and i'll have kenzie hold it up behind it and just be like and it's like in space so i'm like I'm, nice. I'm coming up with one a day and so i'm like after a while like i made like probably 90 now i'm like i don't know how long this is sustainable for like can i just come up with a new video of a of a fub every day for five years yeah, it's almost like you have to, like, put in some sort of, like, storyline or something. Like That would be hilarious, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, TikToks tend to be so, like, you just don't... Do you go on TikTok or do you just, like, you just start making content and you never go on it? I go on, like, maybe every other day for 10 minutes. Your entire feed, well, it's just, like, girls dancing. <laughs> I have some friends who are like that, and they're... I mean, it's just interesting. I'm like, mine's just memes. Yours is literally half-naked women. I'm like, that's interesting feed change but um none of mine still like they're all just like one-off jokes like i guess there's a couple account like more or less you follow someone you don't see all their videos mm -hmm. so like the storyline may not hit you know yeah but i don't know do you like running do you so do you run all their social medias their website tiktok and stuff like that so we have uh jesse who's our social media manager and he oversees most of the posting directly and then he works with genevieve who is doing most of the copywriting um putting a lot of the content together and then essentially, like, you know, I, I oversee a lot of the mechanisms, like what happens there. But mostly, like, Jesse and Genevieve have taken it off my hands cool. recently, which is awesome. Yeah. Because it allows me to focus on just, like, other campaigns and whatnot. Nice. So, so you, you, like, do, like, Google AdWord and you, like, see, like, oh, what words, like, hit and stuff like that? It It's, like, a million different things. Not but to get super into the nitty-gritty, but yeah. as much as you, like, can, because I'm, like, I do kind of this kind of work and I'm really interested, especially, like, um as like I get more money I could eventually start like promoting the show using like or like Facebook ads or Google AdWord and stuff and I honestly did I put ads on Spotify so like when you're listening oh. to music and there's like ads that came up between you would get some for my podcast for a while and then it was like ads are expensive yeah ads are like the most expensive thing you can spend money on because like oh well 10,000 people saw it and there goes a couple hundred bucks <laughs> it's like what yeah how much were you paying for like a click over to the show um, I think I paid per impression or played per play. It, it didn't per honestly, play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I kind of fucked up cause I did it. So like my, like my album on Spotify and my podcast are on two different like artist accounts. And I asked them, they said, no, you can't merge podcasts and music. And so the person who was like a verified artist who could like promote on it, um, as not like a formal company was my artist page. So I think when I even clicked it, it went to my shitty album instead of my shitty podcast. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> so like after I Bummer. paid the money, I'm like, what was I? Th I mean, honestly, the podcast got a lot of subscribers on Spotify, so I think people listened and specifically like, searched it and then found it. Because I tried to make it as funny as I could. I'm like, sorry for like ruining your music experience, but here's a shitty podcast you might enjoy if like the Joe Rogan podcast too bro. Like pretty much like I just made it a joke. I'm like, why don't people just call ads what they are? You know? I love it. It was yeah. so funny, honestly. How do you uh, do? You, do you find trouble in like finding like campaigns and ways to advertise CBD? Because like there's so much misinformation about it. The legality is still a little tricky. It's like there's so many things that are just like would be. Um, kind of like barriers and red tape, you know? Yeah, and actually that's reminding me that I want to light this back up again. There's, so CBD space is moving very quickly from a regulatory perspective. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot, of, a lot of things happening in a lot of different states, and it fluctuates quite a bit. Yeah. Um, because it's still kind of, it's unclear at a federal level what's going to be happen, happening in the near future. Big tech platforms are being very conservative. So if you have smokable CBD, smokable CBG, smokable hemp in general, Google, which also includes YouTube, Facebook, which also includes Instagram, are not going to let you do any paid advertising. Same with Twitter, Pinterest. Yeah. TikTok won't even let you show the product or yeah. talk about it. So once I start, if the show ever gets to a place, again, that's not really my goal, but if the show gets to a place where it's like, oh, because natively, once you get a certain amount of viewers, they automatically start giving you money for it. But oh. if I'm smoking this on the show, then I literally won't be able to get money for it, will I? 
That's interesting. Unless the laws literally change. Yeah. I don't know, because I know it is for specifically, like, if you're running an ad campaign, but I don't know if they'll actually mm. demonetize you yeah. if you have it in the show. I think that would probably be, like, an extra step that yeah. wouldn't necessarily make sense Joe for Joe Rogan's show would smoke straight up weed, like, blunts and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, could you imagine just throwing away all the money from one episode of that? That's probably, like, five, six million dollars, like, per episode. Yeah. So it'd be like, I doubt they do, maybe, yeah, we'll have to figure out the workaround. Um, so do you have like a, a way that you think legislation is going? Do you like keep up to date on that stuff? Relatively up to date. Like there's a new bill that just got passed in California that's opening things up quite a bit for CBD. And, nice. But it's, yeah, it's happening super fast, which is super exciting because it needs to. And I think culturally as well, we're at an inflection point where cannabis as a whole used to be seen as a drug. Yeah. And drugs used to be seen as bad across the board. Like there wasn't a big difference in a lot of people's mind between cannabis cocaine a lot of like more serious type stuff yeah uh, but now we're not only breaking down the difference between like THC and other drugs and yeah. you know THC being pretty pretty low-key like to be honest like mm. obviously people talked about how no one's ever died from yeah. THC overdose but man and, people have gotten bored of talking to people on THC it's funny. I always <laughs> used to be the person, like, when I was younger, I'd be, like, high stoned. I'd be, like, what do you mean you don't like, like, people in stoned? And now I get it where I'm, like, talking to people who are stoned, and I'm, like, I almost want to put a thing out where when I invite people on the show, like, unless you're, like, someone who smokes 24-7, where it's, like, just you at this point, please don't come on the show stoned. Because I've had people yeah. come on, and it's kind of, like, like, zone out <laughs> listening to me talk. I'm, like, okay, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I, I brought someone... Um, I was gonna like take a video of showing a, f- a friend of love yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And I go, I'm like, okay, like you ready to drive, man? He's like, oh, I'm stoned. I'm like, fuck. So I couldn't Come take on. a video of him riding it. Like so many like reasons where I'm like, there's subtle little way. And honestly, thank God he told me something rather than well, driving yeah, a vehicle sure. stoned. But I'm like, you know what? I'm starting to become like I was and probably still am one of the biggest advocate of like most drugs. But, like, now I'm starting to get it where I'm like, you know what? Drunk people, stoned people, pe- people get kind of annoying to talk to, for sure. Yeah. And they're just like, we're on the same level here, man. I'm like, we're not, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wanting to leave subtly. People just stop reading social cues. Like, there's such a yeah. social cue. If we were sitting here, I was like, yeah, so. Like, and I was, like, kind of motioning that I was heading that direction. Like, you would be like, cool, well, let's head out. But yeah. some people would be like, and then they just start the next topic. I'm they like, just get in front yeah. of you. Like, yeah. they just block the door. Oh, and just like, yeah. but really, you got to hear me. I'm like, mm. And maybe they're like <laughs> that desperate for social interaction where they're like, I'm going to make it awkward for this person. They're going to have to beg me to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, God, can I just leave? And they're like, what's your reason for leaving? I'm like, oh. <laughs> don't want to be here. No, there's some people who like do. I mean, one of my, the guests who actually surprisingly really liked having on the show, he came stoned as fuck and he made for so many funny clips. Just because yeah. any joke I would do, he'd play off it so well. Whereas like sometimes sober people, like, should I get offended by this joke? Okay, how should I respond? And then they just, like, don't laugh. And I'm like, oh, but stoned people are like, ah, yeah, fuck me, man. Which <laughs> <laughs> just like that, like, the most universal thing I'm starting to like in people is people who just don't take themselves so seriously. They yeah. like the self-deprecating part of it. And CBD helps with that, man. Just it chills the people, you know, people out. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got to be right nowadays. So do you see drugs differently? Like, um, or do you, like, would you think, I don't know. I don't know if I'd ha- like I'd have marijuana the same as like I mean we're marijuana's more illegal than blow right now but I'd have it like as illegal as psychedelics and blow and just lower them all down one tier because yeah. I really don't want people driving on marijuana like no. there are things that I want it to be like some level of regular like I want people to not go to jail for it but like fuck I don't want people driving on hallucinogen and maybe that's not even a part of it maybe I'm just making that up like if everything was fully legal I guess alcohol's legal I'm retarded I'm, I'm a big dummy. <laughs> Seems I'm thinking about it. But anyways, man, what, what do you hope comes down the railway with uh, CBD products? I mean, someone should make a jewel pod for with CBD in it. That is, yeah, on the roadmap be, for that'd sure. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, jewels just exploded. Um, I've... I think I've used a jewel once or twice. Like, I've never had a jewel. Yeah, but, like, true. every... <laughs> but they're so common. It's so easy. In terms of, like, actual, like, innovation... You haven't been around John Friesen and been like, hey, can I hit that? No. Really? He all... Like, I, we get off of him. Like, we're on it for weeks, and then we're finally like, okay, be gone, demon. And then, like, <laughs> we, we hang out yeah. with John Friesen. He's, like, hitting it, making it look so cool. I'm like, give me that head rush, man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so nice. Okay, I will say... Half of my freshman year in college, I lived in a perpetual cloud of vape because my college roommate worked at a vape shop, was consi- constantly vaping. Yeah. 
so although I probably only hit four to five, like hit the bait four to five times, yeah, I was constantly just like had that in my system. So just film you know, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Film. You don't yeah. even need yeah. perfume. Just have cotton candy like aura around you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. We were in a car and we like looked at because like if you vape the the jewel, like you get a head rush, but like like the like littlest like bit of amount of smoke. Cigarette amount of smoke, you know. That's like, like the, that yeah. much comes out. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. Versus vaping, which is a lot more like obnoxious. Yeah. You see these people with like yeah. these sub ohm device in the car next to you, like boosh, and it, like fills the car. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what? And I'm like, dude, I couldn't imagine how harsh that would be on your lungs. I don't think that's. I don't think that's better than cigarettes when you're getting to that <laughs> yeah, level where it's like <laughs> filling up the and whole car. And it was just car. like three breaths in a row. It was like constant. Oh. It was like, damn, dude. People get down. But yeah, next time you see John, you should be like, hey, Tiger said I should take a hit of that uh, jewel for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he literally was like, when we were all up at PIR, because Ken's the eye, Zoo, and like we were all hitting it. And he like, I think the story was he went up to Mark. He's like, all the kids just took all my pods. Because we, <laughs> we just like chief it down Jeez. till it's dead. It's like dead sitting on a charger. And like we take it off and hit it and <laughs> set it back on the charger. Charges up for like two hits. There's, and again, I wasn't into nicotine until less than a year, probably like six months ago. I like started vaping and like enjoying nicotine. And I was always the person like, just stop smoking. Not even that hard. But now I'm like, oh, nicotine, I get it. I understand. It's gripping. It's gripping in, yeah. in a way that you just, what can you even do about it? So what is it? Is it like the alertness of it? Um, I would say the best part of nicotine is that whatever other drug you're on, it amplifies in the best way. Okay. So like if you're, if you're drunk, it's great. If you're high, you're, it's great. Um, and then if you're just sober, it's just like a little head rush. Like you just start feeling a little tingly. It's like a minor whippet or like a nitrous kind of thing. It's almost like hardly noticeable in the big scheme of things, but it's just so, and it, again, it's just something to do. That's what I've noticed is the most harmful part of nicotine addiction for me is I'm like, I should be doing, I should be taking a substance to change my state of mind every 10 seconds. Mm. And that's why like things like vaping this, like on the show, like, so I haven't, we haven't vaped a journal a couple days now, but back when I was like, I'd be on the show and like, I'd constantly be like drinking water even like literally just drinking something just to be doing something. Interesting. Yeah, it's like the prop factor mm -hmm. of like I have I'm just I'm not just sitting here I'm like doing something. And yeah. It's like well <laughs> it's not great for you. There's a massive right. part yeah. of like propping when you're like in a social situation totally. of like get it I get to focus on this and maybe it'll draw anxiety. your eyes. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like such a thing. Well, it's like the whole process for a lot of people that like smoke cigs too. It's like going out, having smoke break, being with people or people that like smoke weed too i mean passing it around the circle or whatever and that's like what we're trying to do it's like okay how can we how can we get a lot of the good stuff like social interactions hanging out with people like figuring out how to what to do with your hands oh yeah you know without some of the bad stuff Th that's why this is killer that he was like hey maybe you could use those and i was like at first i was like what am i going to do with that many joints and i'm like dude i could just smoke one or two every single time on the show it's been a blast and then i found these for like two dollars because i was on a hunt from the minute that i got some joints to smoke on the show some matolia cbd joints on the show um link in the description <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was pretty much on like a mad dash hunt i'm like okay i, I don't just want to smoke them everywhere i want it to be classy so i got like the classy light yep. or the classy this. I'm like, I want it to be like an experience. Yes. And then most guests come on the show, they're like, what's CBD? So this isn't going to get me high? Some people have the idea that it removes your high. Like, like, and I'm like, I don't know how no. true that is. People are like, no, I'm trying to go get fucked up later. I'm going to like take bong grips. I'm like, it's okay. You, you can smoke CBD. It just makes it better, man. I don't know. People are, people are very interesting about stuff like that. I, I feel like one of the beautiful things about just CBD gummies and tinctures and stuff is that it's opening more people up to like the non-THC benefits of cannabis as a yeah. whole. And then we can come in because non-smokable products have made inroads with a lot of people, we can come in with the smokables too and say, this also has you know the same health benefits. Yeah. It can be used to replace bad stuff. And I think there's a lot less baggage like with smokable CBD now because of oh, that. Oh yeah. It's just, it's hard to convince me. Like if I don't have this container, and I were to hand this to someone, I'm like, this is just CBD. I would never, I would never take that. It would be so right. hard to convince me. And that's the tricky part is you only have so many of these glass things that it's like almost instead of like having a raw there, it should just say CBD. Yeah. You know, pure CBD. And I'm sure it's probably hard to make rolling papers or pre-rolls and stuff. But like, if there's only a way of like, sh like proving to people, kind of like if someone like gives you any kind of free drug, you're always like, I don't care how good of friends we are, I'd like to test this. Because <laughs> it's just like, people just don't know, or people have like way different um, like standards than you, you know? Yeah. 
something I'm coming to the realization of. But yeah, so occasionally people don't like honestly trust me and I respect them for not like people. Some people freak out on weed, let's be honest. I'm one of those people. We're around circles so often where people are like, no, just take a hit. Just take a hit of this joint. Take a like, bowl. And I like take it and I like stop talking altogether. I get like really weird posture. Like my back starts to ache. And I'm just like, I'm going to go home now, guys. And I'm like, is that what you wanted? That's yeah. what I'm going to start telling the people who offer me weed. I'm like, is this what you want? Oh, my God. It's too accurate, isn't it? And then I finally think of something funny to say. Like someone, like people are talking and I'm like, all right, that'll be really good to say. And I like convince myself and then I word it and then I say it. And it's like two sentences after the fact. It's so late. People are like, look over. It's like, out of, I'm saying it just as someone else starts to say it. It's like, it fucks up my time. It literally like lags me socially. Like I'm socially right. like, I have a high ping or whatever they call it in like uh, video games when you're just like a couple milliseconds later than everyone else. That's what weed does to me socially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but alone, it's kind of nice. I don't. Do you get that? Like, when you, whenever you smoke weed, do you just get like, you just gotta like stretch and do dishes and fix your life? It makes me like really, like realize how much is wrong with me. You know? Really, I feel yeah. like it's more of just like, okay, what kind of uh, Seth Rogen movie can I watch now? You know, <laughs> I'm not a regular THC user, and, but yeah. like, I feel like when it happens, it's like, okay, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to watch a funny movie, and then I'm going to go to bed. Nice. So you're not one of those people, like, it's us. And I've said to a couple other people, a lot of people agree, when you're stoned watching a movie, do you not just see the actors very blatantly acting? Like, I have so much less immersion in the movie. I'm like, oh, nice. That's that. I'm like, like I see the lighting. And it's like the movie, like, just fades away from the realism a little bit. So I'm like, I watch, like, maybe animated stuff. Like, Rick and Morty kills when you're stoned. Oh, I love Rick and Morty. Do you watch I the new season? Rick and Morty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a couple nights ago, yeah, um, I couldn't sleep. Like once a month, I'll just have a night where I don't fall asleep till four a.m. Uh, it's just like this regular thing. <laughs> once a month, we have a night where we sleep before four a.m. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I'm just gonna rewatch old Rick and Morty episodes, nice. and then I see the entire new season. I had yeah. no idea it was out. Score. And so I just binged. You binged it. Nice. Well, I watched four or five episodes that night fell asleep watching it and then i've been trying to savor the rest so like i haven't watched anything else Ooh. since then that's some self the last three episodes of the season are three of the best episodes of the show really to forward to just like the first episode was really good like the nimbus i was like oh that's a killer episode, <laughs> mr nimbus mr. yeah nimbus i don't know if you're watching like the after episodes they like dissect what the episode's about like with the writers and the director do you watch it on adult swim i saw it only for the Mr. Nimbus episode. Uh, I haven't seen it for any other episodes. We've been watching it for all of them. And, like, this episode, this season had, like, some three or four <laughs> best episodes of the series, aside from the Vafsid episode in the previous season. But it also had a lot of the worst episodes of the season. I'm, like, not going to really? name them because you've only, like, you haven't watched all of them. But I would say some of the worst episodes of the season, like, they just, like, phoned it in, like, a turkey episode and a giant incest baby episode. Like, there's a couple episodes where I'm just, like, what? It didn't, didn't seem necessary. And then th the episode ends, and it's like, okay, Kenzie and I look at each other. We're never going to rewatch that episode. That was the worst one. And it goes to Dan Harmon. He's like, this is a very special episode to us. <laughs> it was like the Planetina episode or something, where it was like it literally so, so bad. Would not have and guessed. Yeah, would that not that have guessed his, that it goes to. His pride and joy for the yeah, season was we, that We spent episode. a long time, you know, figuring out how we're going to artfully put out this episode. Like, it's a shit episode. <laughs> Just put it out. Just put it out. Yeah. I was going to say it's special. But, yeah, we're running near the end, so I'm curious because you're a person with a lot going on. Do you have, like, personal products or processes or, uh, like, startup things that you're doing anymore if you're in startup, startups? All Metolius. All Metolius. All Metolius, pretty much. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that Metolius gave you enough time to do your own thing. Like, you seem like someone who would be doing, like, your very own thing. You just, like, surfing and stuff like that. Yeah, like, cool. surfing and all that stuff, type of stuff. And when I took the game with Metolius, I was spending probably um, half of my time just learning and doing writing and data science. Nice. And then currently I'm working on a side gig in turn, um, essentially, like, an environmental AI company. So taking in and scraping um, wildlife species data from across the web and building predictive models to be able to uncover solutions, um, essentially repopulations Didn't based off of certain solutions. Do <laughs> so you code? Tell me about it. You code? Barely. Oh, okay. My code sucks. Okay. <laughs> but it's very much like a side gig thing because it's like, I'm not going to monetize that <laughs> anytime no, yeah. soon. That's but cool it's fun. That you're part yeah. of it, though. Yeah, awesome, mm -hmm. man. Um, 
so like with Matoli, just like to dig into it, because I'm really curious. Like, there's so many people that are like, yeah, I do like web development or I do um, data science, like all these stuff. It's so ethereal in the sense that it's so hard to pin down like what they do. Like, what's the benefit? Like, like if you had free time and I was in a place where I'm like, I'd like to hire you. What would you like offer a company? Like, when someone's like looking, or, like in case a company doesn't have your position filled and they're looking to fill it, like, what does it do? You know. For me, oh yeah. For me, it's much less so like hardcore data science, and it's utilizing data to transform and then grow e-commerce companies. So it's like, how do we pair raw human creativity, ingenuity, in terms of like creative people, creative teams, but then also be able to utilize numbers and like have some sort of like quantitative approach to like really solve big problems. Yeah, and that's kind of where I live, like at the intersection of those two sides. So like click through rate, like like you try to like let people make the website for fun and then you like slowly alter it until like more people actually buy the product, like that kind of thing. That's one of the things. The way you just yeah. described it was such an out where I still don't understand it, man. <laughs> it's like I mean, do you Kenzie? Like do you understand like like what what the like so you improve their website to make it more like easier and more like uh, magnetic for people to want to press the buy button? I take it? That that could be part of it. Yeah. So like I, I do do some of that where you lean in. I don't even know, man. Stop asking. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, like web optimization. I've used up all the word buzzwords. Lay <laughs> off, man. <laughs> I do Innovation, technology. Innovation. Disruptive. <laughs> disruptive. That's the key one. We Democratize. Bring a, we bring a disruptive new technology to your uh, your e-commerce company. Yeah, e-commerce, like, with stuff like, so CBD doesn't go bad. Like, you could have the stock a while later, right? Like, whereas another friend has food, and I'm like, dude. You went into a hard fucking business, man. If you're gonna sell something that can go bad in three months, oof, you know. No kidding. I mean, coats. I guess do they go out of style? Like, would you have back when you in it? Would you consider like that there was a shelf life for your coat? No, because our whole thing was anti-fast fashion and anti-trends, so it was very simplistic in styling. But yeah, like CBD will be good for a while because all of ours is kept in a very climate controlled, like humidity controlled environment. But if you put like a couple pre-rolls out on your dash on a hundred degree day, it'll get kind of fried. You know, it's all about just where you leave it. Kind just of like fried food. or can of fried? Can of fried. I've never heard of that. C-A-N-N-A. Yeah. No, no, I didn't actually say that. Oh. Kind of fried. Interesting. Like, I guess we can get like kind of stale and stuff like that. But cool, man. You got any like personal Twitters or like personal like stuff you'd want to promote? At Matolius Hemp. Wow, you you don't promote your own stuff. You're not like a, a person. You I'm have TikTok. Really a it seems like you're like a person. I was watching your TikToks you <laughs> yeah. made from Metolius. I'm like, damn, this guy's got it going on. Like you're on trends. You you know. I'm like, oh yeah, you your trends were on point. Oh, okay. your trends were on point. <laughs> yeah. We so can't solid. use trends because we don't get the music. Copy. We only have copyrighted free like commercial music. Oh. So take away all the trends. So much like you're kind of like hands behind your back with you can't actually use the product. We have hands behind our back. We have to use like ringtones. Pretty much. Really? Yeah. Why? Because they turned it into a commercial it's account, or maybe it's automatically flagged as one. But for some reason, it's like only copyright free music for you. Yeah. Fuck, man. You should change it to a creator account. I know. Do yeah. I? Should I even ask them, or should I just do just, it? Just do it. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Who will say anything? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. They're like, why are our analytics way worse all of a sudden, <laughs> you guys? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who did that. Must Updated have been not that site. other guy. <laughs> Strange. But cool. Thank you very much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Lots of love. Everyone follow uh, Matolius Hemp at Twitter and, and on TikTok and on Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you take uh, videos of it, send them into them. That's how I met him. Thanks, guys. Fun stuff. Lots of love, brother. Kenzie with the gong. Goodbye. Boom. Dope, man. That was fun. Yeah, that was sweet.